0: Self-development is probably one of the most important things uh, in life as well because you'll only really grow and attract as much as you uh, grow grow yourself. And so to be able to kind of push yourself in different areas, like a lot of even student works, a lot of the things we did there were uncomfortable for me. But by growing that comfort zone, by you know getting out of my little bubble and just going and talking to strangers, that has really kind of pushed things in, in different areas. And so I'd say between the, the control of your time, your money, and all the personal growth and development of it, that uh, you know, hands down, everybody should give entrepreneurship a try, at least because worst case scenario, it doesn't work out and you can just keep
1: doing your own path. But the, the upside is huge. Welcome Hey, leaders. I'm really excited about who we have on today. Uh, I've got a, a young man by the name of Matt Andrews. He's a 25-year-old. He studied engineering at the University of Guelph. Uh, he is just really knocking it out of the park as a young entrepreneur in the real estate space. Uh, he has uh, about 18 properties. Uh, he's a uh, Enlisted or has has uh, about two million dollars worth of investors' money ready to find or looking to find opportunities. Um, it sounds like uh, I found out that he's got a uh, a major um, investment looking like it's going to go through in the Airbnb space uh, uh, as a as a rental opportunity. And uh, the one thing that really really stood out for me in this interview is is just. Um, the, the, the amazing energy and calmness, uh, the, the, the real powerful habits that Matt has, has set up and structured in his life to really uh, create consistent success. Um, and uh, it really is amazing what he's done at such a young age. So uh, uh, please enjoy the, uh, the interview. Uh, I certainly enjoyed and uh, was fascinated by all that Matt is up to. Well, Matt, welcome to our podcast. Uh, thank you so much for coming and joining us this, uh, this evening. Thanks, Chris. It's really great to be here. Yeah, well, that's wonderful. So, um, you know I, know, I know you got started at, at, at StudentWorks. Um, I know you were in engineering at the University of Guelph. Um, and, but just to talk about what was it like for you before the program uh, and, and getting involved in the StudentWorks program?
0: Yeah, well, uh, I'd gone to school for engineering because I always loved problem solving and math, and I thought that could be a pretty good combination. So I'm I'm sitting in calculus class one day, and then somebody comes up to the front of the room and says, hey, I'm just gonna take a couple minutes of your time and wanna tell you about this really cool, unique opportunity through the summer management program. And instantly, I was hooked. I, saw, I heard summer management program. It sounds kinda cool, kinda fun. And uh, I said, you know, you'll learn how to hire people, how to do marketing, sales, how to run your own business, and hey, you might even make fifteen thousand bucks if you do it right. And I heard right. That sounds great. There's a challenge, there's new skills and fifteen thousand, you know, that was probably a little more than I was gonna make as a lifeguard that summer. So <laughs> uh, I decided this is uh, worth my time at least learning more. So throughout the whole process of, uh, you know, doing stage one interviews, stage two, the phone interviews, I was just getting kind of more and more excited about, you know, how much opportunity was there because it's really nothing like anything else I had ever done or most people had done. So um, at first it was uh, a little intimidating, but the more and more I thought, you know, this is a challenge, I can take this on. And uh, I was really excited to get going when it uh, when, uh, came time to do that.
1: Well, that's well, that's great. Um, what about um, wh- what do you what do you still rely on from the program? Because I know one of the things that I, I, I believe our emerging leaders are most interested in is is, you know, what do, what are you still relying on from 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 the program that you, you took? I know you're 25. And, and uh, um, yeah, what do you still rely on?
0: Really, a whole lot of things. You know, anytime somebody asks me about uh, my success in business to date, I always attribute it back to running my own painting business first year university. Because uh, what the system does is it provides a framework for really running any business. Uh, we have got you know the five systems that you teach us really well, are how to hire the right people, how to put a marketing system in place, how to actually go and turn those leads into actual dollars through sales doing uh running your production or your operations of the business and then also the back end the accounting the the administrative work and it really those are the five pillars i find to any business so i've, I've done a few businesses since student works and Right now, currently run a real estate investing company, a real estate investing group, putting on events, as well as an Airbnb business where we're going converting homes to Airbnb. Really, that foundation works for all three of those businesses. And really, anyone that I look at, I'm also getting into investing in stocks. And it's the same kind of thing. How well does the management handle those five aspects of things? Uh, And so really, everything that I do kind of falls back to those those solid pillars that, uh, that I was taught.
1: Well, that's great. Well, why don't you walk us through, you know, uh, once you, 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 you finished up with school, Matt, what did, what did you, what did you do? How did, how did your entrepreneurial career, career get started? I know, I know for you as well, you're, you know, again, didn't think of really getting a job. Uh, you know, entrepreneurialism was the thing for you. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, I actually left school a little bit early to pursue um,
0: entrepreneurship full time. Uh, you know, after the first summer of student works, you know, worked really hard, was one of the top in the company as a rookie, and uh, I thought that it was um, that was all I really needed from it. I thought you know had a really great year. It's hard work, learned a lot of great things, and then my district manager said, uh, "Matt, you should really consider coming back." I know um, you know you want to go on and do other things, but. Think of um, how much more you could learn if you came back for a second year, taking what you have already learned and applied the first year and then coming back to uh, really kind of crush it in a different way. So I came back to Student Works my second year, and rather than looking to run a larger business, my goal was to run the same business, but just work half the time. So I'd I'd worked uh, really hard, student works, and as anybody will tell you, first year, uh and you know, uh production is definitely a grind, you gotta be willing to put in those 80, 90 hour weeks. Uh and so I thought, okay, maybe this year I can do it a little bit differently. So uh that's what I did. Came back for a second year, ran the same size business and just managed not to, uh, to work as hard in my business. So instead I relied on hiring managers to run production and marketing for me. So it came with its own challenges, but, uh, looked to run kind of a, a, a different kind of business, uh, leveraging the time and efforts of others. So that was my second year, took a little bit of time off after that and came back actually for a third year. And my only goal for that year was to break the all time record. So I figured, um, that's, that's just what I wanted to do. I'm a competitive guy, <laughs> Pat, you know, kind of goaded me a little bit. So that year, um, uh, as you know, worked really hard, ran, uh, I think it was $225,000 business, did end up breaking that record. Then Dylan passed me after that. So, uh, it was, it was a really a fun, a fun race to that. So it was, um, that was my, my goal with coming back and uh, accomplished that and ended up, um, also at the same time ended up getting into the real estate game because as you know, Corey McKinnon uh, uh, was the vice president of Student Works and I saw that he was retiring when he was in his 30s so that he could spend more time with his wife and his kids that were uh, getting born. And I thought that was really cool. I had never seen anybody do that before, retire at such a young age. And so I had asked Corey, um, he could teach me a little bit more about real estate investing. So he introduced me to the right people, showed me the right books, and we had kind of a mentor-mentee relationship for a while there, and that's how I got into real estate investing. So, uh, one of the first things that I was taught in real estate investing was to use other people's money, because my time is best spent managing the business, finding the great deals. There's always enough money out there if you know where to look. The real hard part is finding a great deal and executing on it well, so. Here I was, 18 years old, uh, thinking I could take on the world with real estate investing. So first off, and they also said, go make offers. Don't be scared to put offers out. So uh, Cassie and I, we go and we put a $7 million offer on a hundred unit complex because we're like, the money will come if we find a great deal. And it was a great deal. But uh, we were a little young and naive there. Uh, That was around the same time we were doing our painting business and thought, okay, we'll Um, so that one didn't work out, but what we ended up doing after that, we realized, okay, we've got to, we've got to find, we got to make that balancing act. Just, just like in any business, like with, um, student works painting, you've got the, the marketing, the sales and production, you got to balance that. You got to do the same thing with real estate, balance the, the buyers out there, your, uh, your available capital to invest as well as the, um, the actual good deals themselves. So right. First step was finding investing partners. Uh, is they go to people that know you with money. So, to our mom and dad say hey how would you like to invest a couple hundred thousand dollars with me and we'll go buy some houses and uh they weren't on board at first but um luckily i really believed in what uh what we had available here windsor there was a really unique opportunity at that time still kind of is but for back then in 2014 i knew it was a really good time to be buying houses and so what i did was um i just kept showing them deals saying hey look if we you know this property here's the kind of income that we'd make, and that would mean you're one step closer to retiring on a sailboat, which you know is as the, their dreams to do. So, um, ended up taking about four or five months, but finally those those sales skills from student works paid off and showed them with uh, uh, conviction that these three properties that we'd go buy would be a really good step towards. Everybody's goals. So they ended up uh, investing a couple hundred thousand dollars with me and we bought ourselves two triplexes and a single-family home Uh, And then fast forward a few years now we we as the property values go up and as we were making money from those (laughs) properties we recycle the equity into more deals so now we've got a duplex um, a four-unit commercial building as well and and through all of that experience, we became knowledgeable and experts in our field. We ended up running a real estate investing group, and that led to more properties, more deals, and now we're negotiating on a twelve-unit building and looking to do a lot larger buildings uh, going forward with uh, with real estate.
1: Wow, that's fantastic! I, I know you mentioned uh, when we were setting up this meeting that you've got two to three million dollars uh, of of other people's money that they're interested looking for the right deal to invest. That's pretty amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it really comes from, um, just kind of putting yourself out there saying, Hey, here's, here's what I do. And, uh, yeah. Just being in that space of networking with with the right people, and I've gotten really lucky with all the all the great people we've managed to connect with over the years. And so they asked us to come speak at an event, and by being at the front of the room in front of four or five hundred people, um, and just again explaining kind of what we're up to, uh, a lot of people really got a lot of interest from that and managed to um, yeah have kind of soft commitments for that amount of money. Now I'm yeah in the unique problem where. I've got too much money, not enough properties to, to buy. So we're, uh, we're looking for those big deals, but right now we're kind of settling around the 10 to 12 units, but right. I do have some people out there looking for us for 40 or 50 unit buildings if, if the numbers work.
1: Right, right. And one of the great things as well is you can show your track record now, right? Yes. So, so that, that obviously is a huge reason why people are interested, right? Here's, here's what you've been able to, to, to pull together.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We aim for the, the single hits like uh, I says, you know, we win the World Series by, by getting singles, but occasionally you get a home run. So we, we aim to get our investors you know, pretty good returns. And then sometimes we just hit those home runs. And yeah, those are always nice, nice stories. Right.
1: right. And one of the things, Matt, I, I, I noticed, you know, you already spoke a little bit about, about, but really leveraging the student works network, you know, and I, you know, so how, how have you been able to do that over the over the number of years since you've been gone? Well, one of the
0: things that I've really come to see over the years, and you talk about it all the time, is relationships are everything. It's, you know, the first value of Student Works painting, and really come to see that everything, all success, any any great things that come out of uh, life come through other people, relationships with other people. So, uh, you know, some of my best friends come from Student Works. I've uh, gotten a lot of uh, alumni um, that, you know, we stay in touch with. I've had some masterminds with people. And even right now on our Airbnb business, working with some some people that have been in the space through student work. So it's uh, that network, I I can't speak more highly of it, because you're surrounding yourself with like-minded people that are up to big things. And really, when you hang out with those kind of people, it motivates you, it challenges you. And you also have that support system when you know there are other people that are going through those same kind of challenges that that you do so i found it invaluable for sure
1: well that's great and and what about um you know one of the things is is obviously we're highlighting a lot of the the success that you're having and 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 you know we want to do that and 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 also uh but but i know there must have been you know setbacks or, or 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 failures so so maybe you could you know share some of those matt you know and just just what the the life of a real estate entrepreneur
0: yeah, definitely. So setbacks, um, so
1: in student works or real estate? No, just outside, yeah. yeah, post-student works.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, uh, those are kind of some of the biggest, biggest learning experiences is when you do have those setbacks. And, uh, right. what I've been taught is it's, it's good to make mistakes, um, and make them quick, learn from them, but don't make the same one twice. So I, I, tried pretty hard to do that. We had one experience with, uh, with a contractor as we were flipping a house and, um, so, I did my due diligence with the guy. He was written up in a magazine. I called his references. Everything kind of looked great. But um, I was just a little too trusting with the contractor, said, "Hey, here's what we're going to do. Here's the budget." He said, "Great, Let me handle it." And uh, he was sending me updates, and we were going over things. And when I saw that things weren't going uh, as well mm-hmm. as they should have, I had some talks to him, and he, uh, he sounded great. He's like, yep, we're going to get this all done. We're going to get this taken care for you. I just need a little bit more money because we used it on materials. It's like, right, well, a little strange. The labor's not there. I can see how some, you know, the material money could be used up a little bit. So I sent him a little more money. And then he still didn't do any more work. And then he started asking for more money. Then I realized, okay, I met one of these guys. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, There were definitely mistakes on my end doing that and not being as on top of it as I could have. So uh, I also had investors at the time on the property, managed to get the property at a really good price. And so even though we had kind of thrown away a bit of money with the contractor, I still felt confident enough to buy out my investors if they wanted to move their money to other projects. And they were looking to buy a vacation home. So they said, yeah, we kind of need that money. It's taking a little too long. So I ended up buying them out with and giving them pretty good profits um, for that and just right. teaming up with uh, somebody that I team up with pretty often in real estate. So we kind of salvaged that situation, but it, it was pretty sticky at times. And you know, the investors weren't happy. I wasn't happy. Oh. The contractor just wanted to steal our money. So yes, it yeah. was, um, you know, it was just one of those things. There's always going to be people out there kind of like that. And you know, I'm, I'm a little naive and trusting sometimes I just look for the best in everybody. And sometimes my radar is not on for getting scammed. So, it, yeah. it has kind of taught me to toughen up a little bit, and you know, protect protect the downside for sure.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. I I I've got a similar weakness, Matt, and and so so it's and 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 again, a weakness. Every weakness has a strength. Every strength has a weakness, right? Yeah. So so obviously that that you know that likability that you have, that ability to to see the best in people actually lets them see the best in you and again, draws lots of people to you and, and draws investors to you. And then on the other hand, you've got to go and put, put the the, the radar up to yeah. make sure that, uh, you know, Hey, I'm not that trusting, you know, and again, you have to be trusting to some extent, right? It's, it's, mm-hmm. it is reasonable for a contractor to request money up front to start doing work. Obviously we do the same thing, right? So it's, it's yeah. again, always, always, how do I manage it? Right. So, you know and and there's certainly no way to do business without uh with a hundred percent track record right that just right. doesn't work. yeah <laughs> not that i'm aware of yeah <laughs> so, we'll see how
0: this one goes it's um we're just finishing up the renovations on it now actually okay next week so putting on the market That's recent. Hopefully, hopefully okay going through yeah this was uh uh it happened about four or five months ago and the contract work here in Windsor is crazy because everybody's investing in Windsor and the contractors are so busy. So yeah, we finally just got the contractor in it's, it's looking really good. And if nothing else, the area is appreciated. So, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully this one turn turns out for the best. Cause yeah, I haven't had a losing trade yet. Um, hoping this won't be the first.
1: All right. All right. Well, that's wonderful. So, so, you know, just in terms of, um, you know, if you were uh. uh you know, a young person and, you know, providing coaching for a young person thinking of getting into entrepreneurship, you know, uh, you know, what, what, what would you be, where would you be directing them or what would you be having them think about? Are you enjoying the episode so far? I'm sure you've heard the saying, it's not what you know, it's who you know. I've always thought that saying was inaccurate. I believe more accurately. It's who you know who think highly of you and would be willing to refer you. I want to let you know I put together an amazing package for you. The four referability habits advantage. These habits are so powerful that when followed, they completely change the game for people and allow them to operate on a whole other level. If you're interested in getting your hands on the 4 Referability Habits Advantage, just jump over to www.leaderspodcast.ca and download it for free. These habits will help you gain the respect of everyone you deal with so that you can land those important referrals in your life and business. Once again, just go to www.leaderspodcast. CA and download the four referability Habits Advantage. Now back to our leaders of tomorrow podcast.
0: Ooh, great question. Well, I'd definitely be having them consider what they want their life to look like, because we all you know have that ownership and that control that we need to decide what we want our lives to look like. For me, I, I thought, you know going to school, I was doing a little bit to please my parents. And, uh, you know, this is what I think I should do. Society says, you know, get a good job, all of that. But really I found so much fulfillment and, um, excitement through entrepreneurship. And really what it is, is just kind of taking control of your life. So, uh, first you got to kind of want to know what your life looks like, but by having your, um, control of your time and your income, that's a huge foundation for being able to spend your time how you like with who you like. And you know, when when money is no longer a limiting factor, it, it opens up a lot of things. And we've also seen that money can be a stressful situation. So if you know you wanna just get rid of the, the stress of not having enough money um, and you know, not having control of your time, things that we see all the time in society, I'd say entrepreneurship is probably the simplest uh, and best answer. For uh, pursuing that and
1: right. yeah Go on, sorry
0: I also say self-development is probably one of the most important things uh, in life as well because you'll only really grow and attract as much as you uh, grow grow yourself And so to be able to kind of push yourself in different areas, like a lot of even student works, a lot of the things we did there were uncomfortable for me, but by growing that comfort zone, by, you know, getting out of my little bubble and just going and talking to strangers, that has really kind of pushed things in in different areas. And so I'd say between the, the control of your time, your money, and all the personal growth and development of it, that, uh, you know, hands down, everybody should give entrepreneurship a try, at least because worst case scenario it doesn't work out and you can just keep doing your own path. But the, the upside is huge. And right. I definitely wouldn't be where I am today if I didn't say yes to that first, you know, first interview for StudentWorks.
1: Yeah, no, no, for sure, and, and and I I was speaking as well just post that because I know some sometimes uh you know we've got a huge group who who uh who go you know corporate and look for corporate opportunities, and I always when I, I whenever people do go corporate, I always like to say, hey, you're an entrepreneur and you're selling yourself fully to this one company, you know <laughs> don't 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 think don't think oh I've got a job and I'm hooking myself. No, I'm I'm selling myself my hundred percent of my time. And by the way, as well, a lot of times maybe they'll just sell ninety percent of the time and they've got a side gig, they've got a side hustle that they're working on, you know, to test entrepreneurship. Or again, like yourself, like like others that, you know, you're moving fully into entrepreneurship. You know, what about um you know just the, the trade off, Matt, about about lots of lots of time and energy, uh and then um and then uh you know the the risk of success. How how do you how do you how do you deal with that?
0: Yeah. So it's a uh, it is a very challenging thing when when you start working for yourself to to balance to have that that balance and not get overly consumed by it because when you you do uh, work for yourself you're kind of always always on call in in some sense or you right. can not so I found the exercise we did the 168 hours of really taking control of your schedule and blocking the most important things off I found that that was really helpful and making sure that You know, time for myself, for Cassidy, for friends, for family, making sure that that stuff happens no matter what. And then the work and everything kind of trickle in the gaps because right now, the things that I do most of the time, there isn't a time deadline on it. There's, There's certain targets that I need to meet, but they might be one week out, two weeks out. So I really can work, you know, whenever, however, which can be a blessing, but also could be a curse sometimes too. So, really having, um, you know, having the self-discipline to get up and work at a certain time, and also to um, to not overwork is is kind of a kind of an ongoing um, you know lesson that I'm that I'm still learning. And uh, doing some coaching right now from the people of EMITH, and that's that's one of their first things that they go over is time uh, time management and self organization. So I, I found those are those are really helpful and different, uh, you know, definitely areas to, to improve upon.
1: Yeah, no, I, I know one of our values and I know, you know, it work hard, play hard, have fun. So it's, 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 uh, you know, the values that student works and then it's, it's, it's like one of the things I find is, uh, yes, we want to see people be successful and work hard and get results. And then as soon as we see that we actually spend most of our time coaching them, how not to work so hard. How right. do I actually have a life, how to, you know, just because uh, you know I I struggle the same thing, you know. How do I turn it off? How do I, you know? Did I get my workout in today? Did, you know, did I did I you know did I call my mom? You know, I don't call her every day, but you know I did call her today. But you know, hey, you know, just just again making time for, for all the important people in your life, making time for you in your life uh, outside of being an entrepreneur is, is obviously critical. Um I know I know you've talked quite a bit about uh self-development. Uh, you know what sort of things have you done Matt, to to continue your your, your education? because um, I know again you did you didn't complete your engineering education but gosh you have you have continued your education uh, enormously
0: yeah, and safe say if anything, after leaving school, I started learning even more. Like I, I personally love to learn. I just found that what I was in school for at that time wasn't the best use of my time and money. So what I ended up doing is using that same money that I would have bought textbooks with the $1,000 or so. Uh, we went to chapters and just bought a bunch of personal development books from recommendations from others. So we took notes, we were highlighting them. Then we started going to seminars as well. And uh, when I look back, uh, we probably you know, between seminars and uh, courses and classes, we probably spend more on that nowadays than really anything else, probably tied up there for, for cost of living. So it's, it's one of the things we value the most is constantly, uh, I think as Tony Robbins says, constant and never-ending improvement. So we you know, follow a lot of his stuff. We've gone to High Performance Academy with Brendan Burchard, which is amazing. Landmark, of course, was our first introduction to the whole self-improvement uh, space. Whereas, like, wow, there's you know the transformations that we had then when we were I think like 18, just really kind of opened our eyes up to how important this kind of learning really is. And um, had tons of courses on real estate and networking groups, and um, yeah, I'm always got a couple books on the go and subscribe to a lot of people's coaching programs. So, uh, yeah, I would say personal development is is one of my biggest interests.
1: Yeah, no, and I know you continue to mention and, and just for people in the podcast, Cassidy, uh, is, is Matt's partner and has always been his partner since, since he first joined the program, partner and girlfriend, um, uh, and, and partner. Um, and so she's always been there with you, always learning, always totally involved in, the, in, in every aspect of your business. And really, I know has a bunch of different skills, uh, that you don't have and, and attributes that you don't have. Uh, and you guys really work really really well as a team. I know I I, I was able to coach Matt for his final year uh, in the business and work directly with him and and I you know got got to work directly with Cassidy as well and that was really powerful. How's that relationship worked and what's been what what's 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 made it work, et cetera? What are some of the things that you've you've you know you learned in that area? Yeah. So yeah, Cass.
0: Well, first off, I just I'm just really lucky and blessed to be with Cassidy because she's probably one of the uh, easiest people in the world to get along with. I, I can't fight with her even if I tried. Um, but like we, we just get along and and really understand each other in, in uh, a way. And a lot of what we've been learning too is our number one job in our relationship is to support the other person and bring out the best in them. So um, we we really kind of live by that and we're always looking to see how we can you know best help each other out because i know we're going to be happiest in a relationship when when the other person's happy so it's i've had other relationships that weren't kind of like that and it was uh you know kind of made my mistakes learned my lessons through that thought you know get my way by arguing my point or whatever that is but we um yeah we just have kind of an open dialogue communication and know that uh Our relationship comes first before being right, before uh, any business, any anything like that. That's kind of the core, and having that stability and trust allows us to go and take the risks that we take and to go do the uh, do the kind of crazy stuff that that we do. And she, uh, yeah, has a ton of complementary strengths where um, you know I might lack some ways. I know I can count on her to do certain things that um, just kind of allows our relationship and our businesses to, to work really well that way and that's how I've chosen uh, uh, my other business partners to see how how can we have complementary strengths because you know the whole whole thing about synergy it's not one plus one is two it's one plus one is whatever a whole lot higher and that's uh, yeah just comes kind of back to that whole when you put the relationship first um, doesn't matter what happens but usually great things will happen
1: well, that's great. Well, well, Matt, like, um, it, it's pretty incredible what you've accomplished by you know, by twenty five. You know, what, 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 what's, what's your vision for your life? What are you, what are you hoping to accomplish? What, what, what are, you, what are your goals moving forward?
0: Well, I've got a lot of a lot of visions, a lot of goals, different timelines for those. I'm currently working right now on an Airbnb business with my friend and business partner. And we just had a meeting today where it sounds like we should get approving for a $20 million funding round, which will allow us to go and expand our goals to get 2000 homes around the world in the next four years. So we're going to be pursuing that. But we're also making sure that it's a business that suits our lifestyle. And we we all love to travel, and um, so we're going to be going, you know, different places around the world. There's, there's a lot that I still uh, want to see out there. I've, I've been to a few different countries, but uh, I see how much travel is um, education in itself. So, I'm going to be doing a lot of traveling and um, expanding this current business, but uh, I'm still really called to environmental activities uh you know i started the green team in high school and i was in environmental engineering and just really seeing how renewable energy is becoming more and more of a thing uh, and right. that, you know in the next few decades we'll be transferring uh most if not all of the energy from oil to other things so there's there's a big opportunity there just in terms of business as well as impacting the world so both my business partner john um myself and you know cassidy as well we uh, we all really see ourselves getting into the renewable energy space probably in the next five to ten years. And uh, Cassidy and I've always had kind of a hippie ambition to run an eco eco village and have uh, kind of like a self-sustaining off the grid place where um, you know people can go and just live out in nature, you know, disconnect from uh, from technology. Cause uh, I know it's really important to do that. We still love going on canoe trips and getting out in nature and just, just see that, you know, it would be really nice to provide a space for people to, to have that opportunity. So that's, that's kind of a pet project down, down the road, but really expanding our Airbnb business, our, uh, real estate portfolio in the short term. And then knowing that that, cash flow and that business will be able to fund future endeavors that are even kind of that we're more passionate about is uh it's kind of the the long-term game plan
1: wow wow i i just threw that question in i i I, it was it was like you know holy what what an awesome what an awesome future you're living into matt that's that's so exciting love that Thanks, Chris. So, uh, yeah. So, so, um, so, if if you were you know talking to um, you know a young emerging leader, someone looking at, hey, what's what's you know what should I be looking at? What should I be doing? What what's what sort of things would you be counseling them on or or, or sharing with from your experience? Hmm. So I would first ask them to kind of take a look at what
0: are all the things that uh, people are interested in. Right. Um, There's this really great book I read called, uh, oh, what is it called? I'll I'll remember it pretty soon, I'm sure. Um, And it's all about finding your ideal work, whatever that may be, whether it be a job, whether it be your passion. Um, And what they say is you want a combination of joy, money, and flow. So something that uh, gets you excited, something that you're good at, and then something that ultimately has some value in the market where you can make money at it. So the ideal, your ideal position or role or a job or business is out there. You just have to find that combination and it's not necessarily going to be the very first thing that you do. But if you, if you know, kind of what direction you're going, then there's unlimited opportunities that come up every single day. You'll be able to kind of see the ones that make sense that are aligned with that path where it's um, yeah, nothing, nothing is a straight path and nothing I find really goes exactly as you figure it will. But Mm -hmm. if you can kind of, see which direction you're going. And then the, the people that you meet, the, uh, the new ideas that you have or whatever it is, they, they start kind of adding up and you can start to see some synergy eventually of, I can see how this, how this all works, how it's kind of a holistic approach to finding whether it's, you know, your life's purpose or just finding something that makes you excited to, to get out of bed or, uh, you know, maybe it's that, there's a drastic move that that has to happen in life and really whatever it is when you inquire and you go kind of go within you ask yourself you know what feels right uh what what do i need to learn what do i need to know when you start asking yourself the right questions and um doing i'd say even inner reflection too through meditation or prayer or spirituality or some uh, any any way where you instead of look outside for answers and gratifications look look inside I find you know a combination of all of that has helped me in the past uh, overcome challenges and also kind of figure out more so what I want to be doing So, I, you know I've had a couple moments and times and months and wild of times where I didn't know what I was doing. felt like I was having a quarter life crisis, but I knew that um, you know I uh, no matter what happens, I'll be all right. I kind of figured that, you know, especially from the experiences that I've had, that, um, you know, worst case, I can go live with my parents. I live in my parents' basement or something like that. So no matter what happens, everything will be fine. So really the risks and the fears that people might have or that I had really aren't that, um, maybe aren't that true or aren't as big of risks as we actually think. So from that blank space, Now, what would I really want to do and how can I take steps today to start moving towards that? Because find life is one big journey and it's the compound effect. If you do 1% a day, you just move 1% closer to whatever you want to do or you get 1% better in some areas that really aggregates and compounds over time and you can have enormous growth and results um, in any area
1: yeah no for sure for sure um i can just tell just by you know this conversation matt just how much how much work you've done on your on your development and and your learning you know um i'm sure habits are a big thing uh, that that you've you've focused on what 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 key habits do you think uh that you've you've developed you know post-student works that you're really uh that are really helping secure your ongoing success
0: definitely oh well, uh, another great book that i read was the morning miracle Hell Elrond yeah. and so uh, I love acronyms they they help me remember stuff so his is savers and I try and do as many of these each day um, it's still an area that you know could improve on but the yeah. six things S is silent some sort of reflection or meditation yeah. um, a is affirmations just uh, invoking the uh, powers that be to, to bring out these things in yourself mm-hmm. so it's state who you want to be and um you'll you'll become more like that. Visualization, seeing how you'd like your outcomes to go, whether it be something today or something a month from now or a big goal that you have a few years from now, just visualizing what success looks like so that uh you're kind of attuned to that. Uh, exercise is definitely really important. Um and uh whether that be outside or working out, I like to do that at least. Well, I like to go outside every day. And I like to go to the gym two to three times a week is, is my ideal. And then reading always got a few, few books, uh, on the go. I've got you know, books that I enjoy reading books that I, most books I enjoy reading, but some of them are a little bit of effort to get through. So in that case, I've, I've got one that I really like reading and one that's a struggle. So I'll even force myself to read sometimes, uh, just so that I can really soak up that knowledge. And so right. I'm going through with a highlighter and, uh, you know, teaching other people, talking about it, uh, reflecting on it really helps uh, ingrain that learning. And then the other S is uh, scribing. So writing, writing down. And I found one of the most important things is having a journal and Mm -hmm. having um, a schedule. So I know what I want to do, and then I'm going to actually plan it in my day. Here's how I'm going to get those things done. And, uh, you know, setting week goals, month goals, uh, daily goals. And uh, I found just just having that, that framework and starting the day off that way really, um, really sets you up for success.
1: Sure, for sure. It really is. Structures make all the difference in the world, right? You know, this, this structure is supporting me and here's, here's what it is, you know, um, and, and obviously even more so as an entrepreneur, but the reality is in any walk of life, the stronger your structures, the more successful you're going to be. It's just these, these habits, these structures literally lift you up and sort of walk, wander you around, you know, and, and so if you're not showing up as your best Matt Andrews one day, you're still pretty darn good. Right, and then when you really are feeling great, and you've got these structures, you can really knock them out of the park, get some home runs, as we were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that's great. Well, well, um, you know, Matt, I, I really don't have any other questions. Anything else you'd like to share, or, or you know, that was just an amazing, uh, amazing, uh, uh, you know, wisdom that you shared tonight with us.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's about all all I have on, on my mind for now. I'm sure I'll think of some other stuff. <laughs>
1: Uh, <laughs> well well fantastic well well again thanks so much for making time uh, around your crazy schedule i know i know uh, we had to we had to uh m- make some changes to get this fit in uh and uh, and again uh ha- have yourself a fantastic evening thanks again we'll talk thanks, soon yeah hey leaders we've got a ton more interviews like this one coming up in the next few weeks so if you're listening and you haven't done so already make sure you subscribe to leaders of tomorrow if you enjoy our content please give us a share on your facebook feed or better yet tell your three most driven and entrepreneurial friends about this podcast so they can join us in discovering what set these powerful business leaders apart from the crowd at such a young age